Hello, folks. It is Knickknack Jack of the Knickknack Podcast Network, and in this case, the Knickknack Podcast. This will be season eight, episode zero, and I'm calling it Norway: colon, a pissed-off American socialist in Norway, and I'll be developing a video. Uh, in conjunction with this, but audio is easier than video, so audio comes out first. Um, and even though this is episode zero, uh, I've already cor- recorded episode one of season eight. Uh, it's in the can, it's edited, it's done, uh, but uh, due to space limitations uh, beyond my control at this point financially, uh, episode one won't uh, be available till October. So if you want to help change that, you can go to my website. It's November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo dot Lipson. That's Lima Indio Bravo, Sierra Yankee November dot Charlie Oscar Mike, Knickknack Jack dot Lipson dot com. Hit the donate button. And donate any amount you can. Uh, I don't care if it's a penny, toppence, a pound, a euro, a dollar, whatever. Any little bit helps. As this is my career, and I'm going to somehow make a living at this, uh, this I've decided. Anyway, uh, back to the Norway trip. Uh, The audio is bad, uh, but I had a tablet, and I did the best I could. So... Hopefully you will enjoy the next uh, probably 30 to 35 minutes or so. And then, of course, I'll put a wrapper around at the end. Uh, but here is the first travel log update. You're listening to the Knickknack Podcast, brought to you by the Knickknack Podcast Network. Official time departure from Chico, 11:38 a.m. local, and uh, 11:59. Central European time, so 7:38. a.m. Pacific Daylight Time and uh, 7.38 p.m. 1938 p.m. So the audio is so bad that I feel like I have to explain what the hell I was saying. Uh, that was uh, just the first little audio update I was re- I recorded. That was on August 11th. 2014, uh, approximate time of departure 11.38 Pacific time, and uh, that would be approximately um, 8.38 by my quick math, uh, 8.38 p.m. Oslo time, Central European time. So uh, that's when I departed. And here's the second audio update as I'm getting on the Capitol Corridor uh, to take the train from Sacramento, California 
to Richmond, California, after which point I got on BART to the Oakland International Airport. All of this uh, explained further in audio updates to come, and hopefully I won't happy, have to keep doing these wrappers. It's annoying. You're listening to the Knickknack Podcast, episode zero of season eight. Please stay tuned. Here's another bad quality audio update from the actual trip. So, so I don't know where this is storing this to, but uh, second update here. I am now in Sacramento on the Capitol Corridor, uh, about to leave. Uh, I'm headed for Richmond. Uh, bus trip took about uh, an hour and 48 minutes, and uh, just getting ready to enjoy some rail fan time now. I'll uh, update you guys a little bit later. 89 miles down, a lot of miles to go. Alright, it sounded like I said 11 miles to go, and obviously that wasn't right. Um, it's something like 89 miles. Hang on, I have a mileage sign. My big, massive Facebook mileage sign that I'm going to find, and I'm going to give you guys accurate accurate numbers uh, as soon as I can find it in my timeline, because I've been posting a lot of things lately that I shouldn't necessarily be posting. Uh, But if you do want to follow me on, or friend me on Facebook, I suppose, uh, you can search for Nicholas March, that's November Indio Charlie, Oscar, Lima, Alpha Sierra, Mike, uh, Alpha, Romeo, Sierra Hotel, N-I-C-O-L-A-S-M-A-R-S-H. Uh, but the preferred follow page uh, would just be, you know, the page, like the Facebook page. Uh, just search Nicholas Jackson. Again, that's N-I-C-O-L-A-S-J-A-C-K-S-O-N. In November, November, Indio Charlie, Oscar, Lima, Alpha Sierra, Juliet, Alpha, Charlie, Kilo, Sierra, Oscar, November um, would be the Facebook page to like. And I've now found my ultimate mileage sign. And Oslo is 5,382 miles from San Francisco. Or, excuse me, from Chico, give or take. So, at this point in the trip... Uh, 5,382 miles was the the initial distance. And it's Sacramento, 89 miles down. At that point, 5,293 miles to go. And no, I'm not going to convert it to kilometers because I could give a shit. Multiply it by 1.6. Multiply 5,293 by 1.6. And there you go. Screw you, metric system. (laughs) Metric system. Boy, can't talk today. Put my teeth back in. Uh, Right, so here is uh, the actual big file, the big audio update that I did when I was actually in Oslo, and this was several days later. Uh, And this is 24 minutes, so obviously uh, this is going to be a long episode. uh, And just a warning, I've already done it, but uh, the word shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits do tend to show up in my podcast. So if you don't like those words, 
tune out. Uh, if you do like those words, or at least you can listen to them and be flexible while somebody is making a point, then please stay tuned. You're listening to the Knickknack Podcast, Season 8, Episode 0. Okay, guys, uh, going to monitor the VU levels here and uh, give you an update here, an audio update, so that I'm more comfortable. Um, it is day number three in Oslo, Norway, I believe. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's Thursday the something, um, August uh, 14th, I think, because uh, I leave on the 15th. So Thursday, August uh, 14th. Uh, around about uh, 1 p.m. Central European time, uh, so 13 minus 9, roughly 4 a.m. Uh, Pacific Daylight Time, and that would be the time at home. Um, I've kind of adapted to the time zone. I keep waking up around 7 a.m. and going to bed around midnight. Uh, the first night here, I went to bed around midnight and woke up at 7 initially, uh, grabbed a smoke, and then uh, went back upstairs and slept for another two hours or two or three hours, woke up at 10, and then um, went to bed, like I said, last night around midnight, and uh, woke up today again at 7 local time. So jet lag mostly taken care of. Um, of course, now that I've adapted, um, I'm going to have to adapt back and uh uh, just over 24 hours now, which is going to suck. Um, I don't want to go home. I mean, I, I am getting tired um, more from all the walking I've been doing than anything else. Um, I, I'm enjoying myself. Uh, first night I was here, um, I met some Aussies and uh, went drinking with them. Uh, well, didn't, we didn't really go anywhere. We just went downstairs in the hostel and... Uh, I got three Coronas, and uh, I had taken my bedtime medications before doing that, so I was pretty well gone by the time I went upstairs and went to bed around midnight. Um, so that was Tuesday night. Um, Tuesday, after getting here, uh, border check went just fine. Um, very easy going. I uh, just answered a couple questions, and they said, you know, pretty much welcome to Norway. Um, stamped my passport, so I got my passport stamped, so yay. Um, and yeah, border check was pretty lax. Um, the airport was a crazy, crazy maze. Um, 787 was fun, nice and comfortable, um, no fires, um, so I was relieved with that. And uh, on the in-flight entertainment system, they have kind of a cockpit pit mode that you can display on the in-flight entertainment system. Uh, on uh, Norwegian Air Shuttle, um, or at least on the long-haul Norwegian Air Shuttle uh, airplane setup. So you can see your altitude, uh, your ground speed in knots, your ground speed in kilometers, uh, and um, you kind of had an artificial horizon and a heading indicator. Um, the artificial horizon and the heading indicator being not all that reliable, but the altimeter seemed to work pretty well. and. Uh, but no VSI and, of course, no 
you know, no listing of waypoints, and I really would have liked, you know, some sort of dumbed-down version of the FMS, but that's me, um, Airplane Geek. Um, I did kind of get a glance onto the flight deck as I was leaving, um, you know, tried to say something nice to the pilots, um, but uh, on the advice of a friend, I didn't uh, pop my head in uh, before the flight. I may or may not do that on the way back, we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, the flight went fine. Um, what I will say is, um, uh, I've never run, run, ridden on Ryanair before, but um, it might, I, I would estimate um, having ridden Norwegian Air Shuttle International now. Um, that Norwegian Air Shuttle and Ryanair aren't that dissimilar in that uh, they um, give you a cheap base there or, or an enticingly cheap base there, you know, to such an extent that it's just like, oh, um, even though I spent most of my tax return money, I still have enough left over to go to Norway. Cool, I'm going to book this trip. Hell yeah. Um, but um, by the time you've reserved your seats and everything else, um, you know, they throw enough on there to make it equal to, you know, the price that, say, British Airways or the Thunza or American or Crosswise uh, International Delta, um, SAS, maybe they fly international, maybe they don't, I don't know. Um, you know, it's, it, it becomes comparable once you get all the niceties that I, I want as a plane traveler, once you get all the niceties that I want, um, it, it becomes equivalent to the price of, a, of, a, um, of a legacy carrier. So, my advice would be, um, if you are able to do the math and figure out, okay, it's going to be, you know, the base fare plus $200 or so, $200, $300 or so, um, you know, then Norwegian Air Shuttle is fine um, if you just want to pay pay the straight, straight fare and, you know, want a minimum, minimum of extra fees to go on top of that, um, then it's, you know, it's the same way, um, you know, round trip to Europe from the West Coast is approximately $1,200, approximately. Um, and like I said, tax return. So, you know, judge me all you want, but I had tax return money, and so I went to Norway. So, fuck you if you don't like that. Um, yeah. And let's see, what else can I talk about? Um, I got a tour of the Parliament, Parliament building today um, in Oslo, uh, and that was very cool. Um, found out that Norway has only been a relatively independent state for 200 years. Um, I think it's a completely independent state now. Um, but Switzerland kind of controlled it for a while, and then Germany occupied it, of course, in um, uh, 1940 to 1945. Um, just really interesting history. Um, I went up to the Royal Palace, took pictures of that, and I didn't see the changing of the guard, but I did take a picture of the guard standing there. Um, hopefully, it wasn't too distant. Me. I don't think it was. Except that, that there's like tourist attractions, I would think, because um, other people were doing it too. 
so any of that is what it is. Um, I don't know the importance of the king. I don't actually know what the king does, but uh, I know that Nora has king, and he's got a big ass house. And I went to his big ass house. I went outside of his big ass house, and, and was able to get really, really close, like almost to the front door. Um, and then there was just one guard standing there. I'm, I'm sure there's like, you know, military forces or something like that would be called up in case there was like a real threat. But um, it was pretty, uh, pretty lax, um, as Norway seems to be. It's just like they're, um, they just have a different approach to security. And I very much like it. I suppose the result is your risk of something happening there greater, but fuck the risk. Um, I'd rather have the ability to just relax and go through day-to-day -day life on a more normal basis. Um, I also had a very interesting conversation with a German family that was staying in the hostel that I'm staying in right now. Um, we talked a little bit about, you know, I tried to like not bring up World War II because that's just like something you don't do, um, I would think. Um, but. Um, you know, I kind of I ask him some questions about Europe in general, and, you know, I, I get the feeling now that, uh, you know, even though I basically only speak English, um, you know, all I was able to give them was good and luck, and learn more about Ickman, I'm the winner, the famous uh, thing that uh, Kennedy said at the Berlin Wall. Um, but I, I was saying to him, like, maybe, you know, his English was, was pretty good, but, you know, there, there was times where he said he couldn't understand what he was saying, so I tried to do that. Um, but, uh, what I, what I said basically was, you know, I get, I get the feeling, uh, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but I get the feeling that Eastern Europe, in other words, uh, well, certainly not, um, I wouldn't think, uh, Scandinavia, but, you know, as you go south, say south of Denmark, um, and then east of Berlin, uh, I would think that the uh, current dynamic in the Ukraine-Russian uh, Ukraine border area uh, is, is kind of bringing up some uh, strong emotional feelings, historically speaking. Because, uh, of course, the, the wall only fell um, was that 89, 88. Uh, so, let's assume 89, um, 10, 25 years ago. Um, so, I mean, it's history, but it's relatively recent history. Um, so, I would think uh, that some of that is kind of coming back in Eastern Europe. Um, and his response was, well, you know, not necessarily, because uh, I think I, I used Poland as an example, and I know nothing about Poland. I, I really should stop talking up out of my ass, especially when in Europe, but because uh, I'm here to learn, not preach, um, and I've got to remind myself of that. But, uh, you know, his, his, his sentiment was, well, you know, outside of Ukraine, I don't think there's much controversy uh, you know, it's, everybody's kind of on the same side, which is like, you know, Ukrainian rebels, Russia possibly backing up the attack on Malaysian 17, what the 
fuck you fucking bastards. Um, it seems to be the universal reaction. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, that would be the morally right reaction, I might add. Um, you shouldn't, yeah, nobody should be celebrating that. That's fucked up. Um, and I didn't, you know, it's, it's not like I thought Eastern Europe would feel differently about that outside of Ukrainian rebels, of course. Um, but, you know, I just, I just don't know. I, I get the feeling, like I said, I, my intuition would be, well, gee, the wall only fell 25 years ago. Um, there's still got to be some residual something from that. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I need to go to, uh, some of the Eastern European countries, um, in order to find that out. And, uh, I think that's, that may be a couple steps away from me. Um, I've crossed the barrier successfully, and I'm now comfortable with going to a country where I don't speak the language. Uh, I can say Gusen Tak, and that's about it. Um, Heath, Hai, and Gusen Tak. Gusen Tak. Sorry. Um, and that's about all the Norwegian of that. Um, there's some signs um, where I can figure out what it's saying, like for Bob. Um, I, you know, that's fairly easy to figure out that's forbidden. Um, and so there's some ones that, that, you know, it's like, okay, that's, I know what that says. I know what that's trying to say. Uh, I get the gist. And then there's others where it's just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, but uh, people have been nice um, and pleasant. Um, I've been trying, trying to say talk a lot. To talk, which, which if I, I may not be pronouncing it right. And maybe that's why I'm not getting, like, a, you know, I, I don't even know what the Norwegian is for your welcome. I've, I think I've heard it once, like some sort of response acknowledging that I, like, said one Norwegian word, one or, one or two Norwegian words. Uh, just because I feel like it's, well, you know, that's the least I can do. I'm, I'm visiting your country. I don't speak the language. I feel like a bastard for that. Um, so, like, I don't know. I, but I don't... I feel like this trip has gone much, much better than the trip to the UK and the trip to Canada, and I'm very happy about that. Uh, I have some money left. Um, I should be able to get back to the, well, first uh, Oslo Central Station, and then Oslo Gardermoen Airport, just fine. Um, and then I stole my BART card. Goodness knows how much money is left in my BART card, but um, I should have enough money left over once I change it back in the U.S. to, uh, uh, you know, grab the BART back to uh, Richmond, the Richmond Amtrak station, and then uh, take Richmond Amtrak um, home. And then, you know, call somebody up at 2 o'clock in the morning so they can come pick me up from the train station. <laughs> um, and hopefully somebody will be willing to do that. So, um, I, I did a short little video on whether I'll post or not, I don't know. Um, but that's the highlights, really. Um, my impression of, of Oslo, in general, is it's um, very multicultural, very, very, very multicultural, much more so than I would have thought. Uh, same goes for the UK, by the way. I, I wasn't expecting so many different cultures in the UK. Um, I just get factor of the modern world that most most countries are 
you know, you're going to see people from almost everywhere, not people that are necessarily have heritage in that country. Um, so that was, you know, interesting and educational and, and you know, good insight. Um, I did see a couple homeless people here and there. Um, so, I mean, it's obvious there's people that still fall through the cracks um, as there would be anywhere. And somebody's always going to fall through the cracks. Um, and, you know, in seeing the Norwegian Pol Parliament, um, the difference, the things they described, uh, it was, uh, there's some significant differences and then there's some subtle differences in the way the Norwegian uh, government system is structured from what I understand it. But um, I think it's more, it's more just the European um, philosophy and approach, again, since World War II of, well, we're all poor and we're all kind of fucked, so let's take care of each other um, versus the American philosophy of, well, if you have a business idea um, and can get a loan, go for it. But you have to pay it back, and if you can't, pay it back, and if you fall down on your ass, you're fucked, and nobody's going to help you, for the most part. Um, so it's that basic philosophical difference. Like, that's the philosoph that's the biggest part of America, of the United States, that I don't like. It's the, is the, if you fall on your ass, or if you can't live up to, like, normal day-to-day -day standards and survive, uh, well, fuck you. You know, you're just, you're just baggage. You're just, you're not helping the country. You're not doing anything. That's, that's what I hate about America, uh, the United States most of all, and it's, it's so prevalent. Um, and of course there's other things I hate about too, but I mean that's the main thing that's, that in American arrogance, the, we're, we're the best country in the world, fuck everybody else, it's like no. Uh, we're, you know, of let's say the modern western countries, you know, and, and let's just say for math purposes here, let's just say that you know, the relatively well-off modern Western countries where things are pretty good. Uh, let's just say that represents 10% of the countries, because uh, there's something like 225, 230 countries, somewhere in there, um, depending on who you ask, of course. Um, so let's just say that the, you know, the countries where you could really consider yourself lucky to have been born in you know, account for maybe 10% of the world, maybe, 10% of the world's nation. So in that sense, I'm glad I was born in a Western country. Um, so I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm glad I was born in a Western country. Um, you know, I, I would have preferred, however, I would have greatly preferred uh, to have been born in the same time period in, you know, let's say Western Europe or Scandinavia. Because um, of Eastern Europe, I, I mean, I don't know a ton about Eastern Europe, but it seems Eastern Europe is, is you know, it doesn't have, Eastern Europe doesn't quite have the good, nice things um, that Western Europe, Scandinavia, uh, Iceland, Canada, U.S., Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, uh, possibly Japan, possibly South Korea might have. 
Um, and those, in my mind, um, those are the, you know, bigger, better places. Uh, the places that you would consider yourself to be lucky to be born in. But, you know, having said that, I feel like of those countries where, you know, they're Western, relatively modern, relatively, you know, you have a rel relatively good chance of succeeding and, you know, you're not necessarily going to be living in a mud hut. Um, of those countries, uh, I feel like uh, the U.S. is the shittiest of those. Um, I feel like Canada's somewhat better. Um, the U.K.'s somewhat better. Um, Australia's somewhat better, but more or less on par with the U.S., I feel. Um, New Zealand, I have no idea. Haven't been there. Singapore, no idea. Haven't been there. Uh, South Korea, no idea. Haven't been there. Um, Japan, no idea, I haven't been there. Um, uh, Canada, like I said, slightly better than the U.S., um, slightly. And uh, U.K., uh, slightly better than the U.S., and slightly better than Canada in some respects, and then worse than Canada in others. Um, and my, my feeling very much, uh, so much, so far, uh, it feels like Norway is the most advanced, civilized um, country that I've been to thus far. Um, it seems like, for the most part, um, they take care of their people, um, they care about the welfare of their people, um, and they're even um, pretty generous and pretty uh, tolerant of immigrants and uh, people from other parts of the world. Uh, the very fact that, uh, you know, you can be non-Norwegian and you can take a tour, like a detailed close-up, you know, we were on the floor of the parliament um, and there's certain things like you can sit in the chairs and you can wear a jacket. Um, and of course they didn't make us go through airport-like screen. Uh, it wasn't like, it was like a little x-ray machine, basically. Uh, so it's like old-style airport-like type screen, but yet to take the call off and other, other than that. But, so, I mean, there was some annoying security, but I mean, put, let's put that into context. I mean, Jesus, just, Norway is, uh, Norway is fucking awesome, and I really wish I had, well, uh, it's, probably look it up later so I can just say to somebody and somebody at some point in Norwegian Norway is fucking awesome because <laughs> it is it's just best country I've seen so far um I really think so sorry UK you've been talked what can I say um and I imagine Sweden's probably just as good if not better um so I mean Iceland Sweden are kind of the next two countries on my list, I think. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, it'll probably be another four or five years before I get to travel again. This is, again, one of those trips where it's just like, I'm financially fucked, and I'm going into more financial fuckdom, so I better enjoy myself while I can. And the UK trip and the Canada trip happened for similar reasons. Um, but again, this trip has gone much better. Um, I'm going to be able to get to Chico on my own accord, uh, you know, 
ask for a ride for, from somebody at the train station. But other than that, I'm going to be able to get to Chico of my own accord. And I might be able to like buy food for the rest of the month. So, I mean, relative to all the other trips I've taken, um, this is the best one so far. I've, I've made mistakes. Um, but none of them serious. And none of them, um, thankfully, in any of the countries I've been in, um, except for one occasion and a couple occasions in the U.S., but it wasn't anything serious. You know, none of them involved law enforcement. Um, so, you know, I think I'm, I'm doing well, and like I said, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. So, um, yeah, that's... Uh, I have lots of pictures and probably more to share, but right now, that's, as I'm in Norway, that's my impression. So, um, thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay sane. Happy railroading. Happy landing. Bye. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. So that was the great, 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 awesome part of the trip that I want to hang on to and I want to always remember. But there was also the last bit of the trip which I wrote a song about, and again, eventually a video will be on YouTube. Uh, But that needs covering too, and I'll cover that more extensively in episode one. And to the people that are personally involved in this side of the story, I'm sorry. I know you can't please everyone, and I'm going to upset somebody somehow, some way. Um, But... It needs documenting, and again, my job is new media and documenting my rather unusual lifestyle, hopefully for someone down the line to appreciate, if no one right now appreciates it. Hopefully, somewhere down the line, uh, these files will be preserved somehow, and somebody will appreciate the work that I did. Uh, And I think I'm one of those people where as soon as I die, people will appreciate what I've done. While I'm living, it's kind of pointless. I don't know. I wish that weren't the case, but seems to be the case. Anyway, uh, this is the latter part of the song I wrote about my trip to Norway and the part of it that didn't go so well. You're listening to the Knickknack Podcast, brought to you by the Knickknack Podcast Network, Season 8, Episode 0. Does anyone have time to listen to my story about the countries where I stayed? I'm chasing a dream and it makes me sorry, but still I don't regret it anyway. Girl, 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 it's kind of about the girls. I wish they all could be Danny California girls. I hope I'll keep one of them one day, but not today. Not today. Today is a different day. Today I went to Norway. I learned a lot in the four years that I stayed here. That is the USA. 
And I kind of planned Norway. Got a plane, train, and a place to stay. Good to have a place to stay. I went for a girl and my own fear. But when I got there, the thoughts were nowhere near. Drank a brew, okay, maybe two. With these Aussies, where I stayed. Met some Germans and an Irish lady too. But not much time to do. I saw the sights, got a natural high. Man, did the time fly by? It was late. Thursday when I awoke, met the girl for the trip I took. It was great, I got my date, but once again, got what I needed, but not what I want. Still we're good friends, and I love her a lot, like a sister or a friend that's hot. Take offense, please do not. Like I say, it's been many years. I'd like to think I can stop the tears. But tears came out, and it was rough. We were on the same goddamn plane. But a separate class of my thudding heart made the universe keep us apart. After a long flight and a customs nightmare, I looked to see she wasn't there. So home I go, limp and broke. I'll try again someday. But today, I just wanna say thanks so much, Norway, for being the best place I've stayed. One day all may be good. I'll find a girl from a different world. She will take me far away. Maybe Norway, Canada, or the UK. She will help make me free. Let me stay in a place I want to be. But that day never seems to be now. Got to hope some way, somehow. But for now, thanks Norway for being the best place I've stayed. You've got it all so far as I can see. Transit, healthcare, education, peace, and love. As far as the eyes can see. Now I know what my relatives thought. The land of opportunity, the USA is not. The magic moved back across the sea. I wish it had brought me. Why can't it just bring me? All I want is opportunity and social security. And maybe a love, a love for me. Universe, please help me now. Get me this some way, somehow. And thanks to the countries and people of where I stayed. So that is the best upbeat version of the end of that tale. I will have a left reframed um excuse me, left less upbeat version in episode one. Uh but for now, let's focus on the positives and let that be broadcast to the internet. Uh hope you've enjoyed the episode. Hopefully you've learned a little bit about me and uh about Norway as well. And about traveling, etc., etc. Uh, if you have comments, uh, don't be a dick. But you can send them 
to my email. The email address is November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo at gmail.com. That's uh, golf Mike Alpha Indio Lima dot Charlie Oscar Mike. And uh, you can also go to my podcast page, which links you to the music and everything else I've done that's for sale or not really for sale, but donate and you'll get something. Um, in fact, you know, it, you can use the PayPal button to donate pretty much any amount you want. And if you send an email um, and you want some piece of work that I've done, uh, as long as you're not making money off of it, uh, I will give it to you for a penny. Um, for all I care, I just want some little bit of financial compensation for what I'm doing because I'm working very hard and I'm hoping this is going to pay off eventually because this is my passion so uh, till next time stay safe, stay sane happy railroading, happy landings bye